What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Logos Podcast. I'm Max. I am Sam. I am Joey. What's up, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Not much, man. What's up, dude? Again, back. It's good to be back in the studio, you know? Thank you, man. And we're kind of just got it done with our first full week. So I'm feeling it a little bit. I'm tired, man. I'm I, also tired. Yeah. You know, the, the first week hits you like a brick wall. And uh, uh, it's good. Tonight we have like the like a gathering in the pub. So that's like a, a good way to top off the first uh, week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, apparently there's going to be some sort of competition oh, taking yeah? place in the pub. Yeah, you know, I got, I got a little bit of a bone to pick about this. So All right. the competition is like a competition between two guys who can balance on one leg the longest. And I, well, I was passed over for this opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> and as a man with one leg, I feel like I should have been in this competition. You should have oh, been de facto the defending champ. Sam, yeah. I'm sorry. So man. I think that I'm going to I'm gonna add myself to this competition. Wow. I think you should. Just wow. insert yourself into the equation. And I got to be honest. When I, <laughs> and when you should I, take the other leg off. Yeah. Well, that's, that's I was going to say that because when I wear my prosthetic and try to bounce on one leg, it's kind of hard. But when I take my prosthetic off... It's like super simple, oh you my know, gosh. like it's like not hard at all. So That's crazy. Yeah. So I, I'm going to, I think I'm going to, I'm going to jump in. Mm. Should we, uh, should we rebel against this and should we go to the pub and have signs and say, let Sam play? Yeah. Let Sam, <laughs> let Sam balance. I think we should. Or let Sam attempt to balance. <laughs> That's a long sign. <laughs> Sometimes you need a long sign, you know. <laughs> you had a busy weekend, right? You had some things going on. We did. Here in our diocese, we had a uh, like a big Eucharistic kind of Congress gathering, This, uh, which uh, last night we had Eucharistic adoration and a big procession at our cathedral. And this morning we had a big um, conference with more adoration, mass, and... Uh, a uh, visiting archbishop came and spoke and oh, gave snap. a couple keynote, keynote talks, just trying to get our diocese centered on the Lord and the Eucharist as we kind of embark upon uh, the future. Yeah. Uh, we got some, I think, big changes coming. Our bishop is a pretty awesome guy, so it was yeah. good. It was really good. It was yeah, exciting. I enjoyed it. I oh. thought it was good. Sam, you do look more holy today, if I might say so myself. Yeah, you know, as I as I get closer to my death, I just grow in holiness. Oh, you know, wow, that's man, incredible. Every day, that's I'm the goal, like, right? I'm ready to go. That's, that's the, the goal. goal dude. <laughs> no, right I'm just kidding. So well, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> so what do we got on today's episode guys what y'all what do y'all feel actually sam i want to give this one to you right because yeah, this dude. has been something you've been it's been on your heart it's kind of in a lot of ways it was part of your your intellectual formation before you even entered seminary yeah so when i was in right? college i studied i studied like or i guess I, I didn't study but i i wrote like an independent study mm-hmm. where you work with a professor and you study something you want to study it for a whole year and uh, my topic, uh, I guess my title of my topic was like, is belief in God justifiable? You know, mm. so a lot of times I ran into like uh, atheist arguments that I was that I was kind of um, responding to. And obviously you run into this idea of like scientism all the time. Right. And, you know, scientism, I guess we can define it as yeah, sure. uh, it's like reducing all knowledge to the scientific form of knowledge, mm. which basically means that the scientific method is the only way we can know something is true. Um, and there, there's problems with that that we're going to talk about. Right. You know, as I was I running into this problem over and over again, I thought, well, we should do an episode on this because it's something like close to my heart, at least. Yeah, actually, when we were thinking about uh, getting Logos podcast started, that's I, true. I remember Sam being like, "All right, we got to do an episode. We got to do an episode on scientism." Straight up, I remember that. <laughs> like, it's like one of your first things. Like, I think scientism yeah. should be like our. It's like, okay, let's. Maybe. Every, yeah. Here well, we are. Maybe. Maybe. So I, I think you're right. I was really out of the gate, just like, let's do it, you know? Yeah. But part of that was because my time spent kind of responding and reading about scientism was yeah. time that kind of opened doors for me, realizing that the church's intellectual arguments are solid and mm. like they're there, you know, if you look yeah. for them. To be fair, we were also in metaphysics. We were in, uh, in that yeah. class. 
So we were kind of going through some of the yeah. implications of what this philosophy would imply. And so it's a, it, it, it is a big deal right now, and it's very prevalent. Yes. So it's fitting. Yeah. You know, and it's also through. interesting because I was thinking about this earlier today, like in a time where you would think, or in a time where a lot of people don't hold anything as being a true and authentic source of truth yeah. or objective truth, mm-hmm. for some reason, scientism has kind of become a, a religion of a sort. It's yeah. like the one thing they put their faith in. Yeah, if science says it's true, then, then everyone, it must be true. Everyone believes Other, it. and if it, science can't explore it or explain it, then it must not be true. Yeah, well, I actually have a little bit of a story about that. When I was studying in college, yeah. I was telling some one of my teammates on the baseball team about my my uh, research, mm. and he's like, "Well, what's it about?" And I was like, "You know, if, like kind of like religion and science are combat are compatible," right. and he, he's like, "That's kind of stupid." I'm like. I'm like okay, well, and he's like, he's like, I'm, I'm like I believe in God, so you know that's just kind of, and I think it's compatible with science. And I was like, what do you believe in? He just looks at me, he's like, I just believe in science. I was mm. like, all right, well, that's it's like Nacho so, Libre. I don't believe so in God. Telling. I believe in science, which is, which is, it's funny, but like it's true. A lot of people have, you know, implicitly just kind of come to this conclusion that science is this like God, this yeah, deity that they kind of like worship. And yeah. I think a lot of this has to do with the success and mm. uh you know flourishing of the sciences yeah. over the last you know few decades I've, i mean look at our world right now we're filled with incredible technology yeah things are like quality of life is rapidly improving well, i mean like sam even like your my your, leg yeah yeah like that's a that's a tech like a technology i use every day yeah. you know right which is a fruit of science right, right? and so science is good we're not going to come out here and say science is bad and be Catholic yeah. or whatever. Like that's not what we're going for. <laughs> no, but we're just going for like a rightly ordered right. worldview. Right. That's I think right. that's the best way to put it. Yeah. And we want to set science within its proper limits. Right. So a lot of people will think nowadays that, okay, well, a, like we've said, scientism is this kind of philosophy of life that I only accept as true. What's been proven yeah. by the scientific method. Right. And B, I think that given enough time, eventually science is going to tell us everything that we need to know about yeah. the universe. Yeah. Right? Well, so it's like, even like the spiritual is, you know, limited to the psychological, you know, yep. the study of the, the mind, you know, yeah. the mind's activity and, and everything. It's, it's ultimately limited to scientism and even a little more, um, more deep uh, materialism, like, yep. the, you know, the, the, you know, what can be grasped with physical existence. And that should be, you know, our end all be all. Kind of. Right. And obviously this uh, people who kind of ascribe to this philosophy, which I think most people do, even if they don't even explicitly know they do. Like yeah. This is just kind of what our culture teaches people is that science right. is the end all be all. But um, a lot of people think that, you know, science has disproven God's existence. Mm. Right. For example. So. Yeah. Right. And I, I mean, this is this episode isn't about who God is necessarily. But when you learn who God is and who like the Catholic Church says God is. Yeah. God's you can't study God through like the, the physical sciences you know, of the universe. Well, to, yeah. like, to add to your point, like I, I found it very moving and it was like kind of revolutionary, even in my own development. When I found out that father George Lemaitre or Lemaitre, yeah, yeah. you know, the form was a formulator of the big bang theory. Yeah. Catholic you priest, know, Catholic priest, you know, Jesuit Catholic priest formulated this theory. So asked to build a, a relationship between kind of the church's, you know, the Genesis uh, uh, the creation account and and modern acad- academics, right? And that's that's why I get so fired up about this, and I'm getting kind of fired up uh, now to talk about it because you know the atheists Sam, come out and they, say, and they say <laughs> they say you know science is, is explaining all this stuff, science is going off, you know we don't need God anymore, and you're like why? You say well we've explained these things, you know we know the beginning of the universe, the Big Bang theory, and it's like. You know, you're citing our guy, you know, <laughs> like, like, you have no idea us, what you're talking bro. about. Yeah. It's like, if this guy knew that 
it, it disproved what he what he like his yeah. worldview. He would have stopped being a priest, but obviously he knows who God is, yeah. and that he knows that doesn't disprove God at all. That's right, and I, that that is a good point. And we were talking about this a little bit before we started this episode, but kind of like the history of the development of science. It wouldn't like we wouldn't have the sciences that we know them today without the Catholic Church. Right. Right. right? Like cathedral schools that came mm. up out of the Catholic churches right. in the Middle Ages. That's where like people started studying astronomy and mm. physics and yeah. starting to understand the world. Like this. Yeah. 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 Well, and because Bishop Barron always talks about this. He talks about how like the pagans worshipped the world. They yeah. worshipped mm. the, the moons right. and the stars and they worshipped the earth. Right. And the sun. Yeah. And then it was it wasn't until really Christianity came around that they said the world's not God, right? And this is the first mm. kind of civilization, at least worldwide civilization, right. that's saying no, the 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 world's not God, mm. but God made the world, yeah, right. It's, which it's, means that the yeah, world's right. filled with intelligibility. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, and now the sciences can get off. You know, yeah. they can they can they yeah. can rise up. That's right. So I guess we can start very basic by trying to respond to this philosophy yeah. that we're, that we're gonna label. Scientism, and it doesn't come from our labeling, right? Right. One of the first um, guys to really use this term famously uh, was Michael Stenmark in uh, the late 1900s. He's one of the first ones to use this term. Scientism. Scientism, right? And and as Sam said, it's the the limiting of knowledge to the scientific or empirical form of knowledge. So I guess let me ask you, like, what would y'all define science? Like, what would... You know, our defense, yeah. be, you know, and when we're talking about science, what do we mean? And before we answer that question, I just want to point out the fact that very few people who invoke the God of science. Yeah. Think about this question. Like, what actually is science? Huh. It's 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 fascinating yeah, how many people true. invoke it, but they have no idea even what it is that they're really talking about. Yeah. Right. Um, and it's, <laughs> it's not their fault. It's just just this is what we're fed in our yeah. culture is like science says this. Okay. So this I, is true. Do you remember one of our classes and we can talk a little bit about this later, but one of our professors said like, like people invoke science. Tell, tell me what science is. Can somebody <laughs> tell me like, I'm pretty sure it's a made up thing. Like, you know, like there's so many different sciences. Yeah. Science as a, as a monolithic thing is not really right. Th- it's not really a thing, but when we use the word science, what do we mean? Right. So this is important. So I think when we use the word science, we're talking about your chemistry, your biology, your astronomy, yeah. and maybe like, um, your physics, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are the things people are like, these are the things that we study and we use that help us learn about the world. Right. So I guess we're kind of alluding to it. So let's just define what a science is, right? Yeah. Right. So science is an organized body of knowledge based on first principles. Can okay. you, can you repeat that? Slow down and repeat that. And tell us where you Yeah, I know you couldn't wait to say it, Sam. I understand. Okay, so as you guys know, we talk about Aristotle all the time. So this is from Aristotle. Sorry. Boom. I, see, I get going, man. I get fired <laughs> up. Um, it's from Aristotle, and it's an organized body of knowledge based on first principle. Boom. So the question is, okay, what are the first principles mm. of sciences? Mm-hmm. Right? Notice how we say sciences, not science. Mm. Right. So, if you, for example, you know, like your chemistry. The, or, the first principles of chemistry are... The elements of the universe, Boom. you know, the yeah. kind of the kind of the stable things that are given in the sciences. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Uh, physics. Um, it, I think we said matter and motion. So how how yeah. how how like energy moves through matter in the in the universe and right. is transferred up yeah. among things. Yeah. Um, astronomy, I guess, celestial yeah. bodies. I don't really know yeah. that one. Biology, sure. living beings. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, psychology, the study of the mind and right. its activity. So depending on the first principles from which you begin, that's going to kind of define what the particular branch of science yeah. that you're studying is right that's mm-hmm. right that's right yeah so um the problem with the thought or the assertion that science quote-unquote science 
is the only possible form of truth. A, we've talked about this, is that um, science, quote-unquote, in and of itself is not a thing. There are particular sciences like chemistry, biology, physics. Um, but one of the things about these is that these sciences all function and can only be carried out and can only be studied if more fundamental things are presupposed. Right. If more fundamental right. principles yes. are held to be true, mm-hmm. even implicitly, a lot of scientists do this without even recognizing that they're doing it. Mm-hmm. One of the most one of the most fundamental presuppositions that all scientists operate off of is that being exists. Yeah, yeah, right. So that there this, is that there is something rather than nothing. Boom. Yeah, and now now that we're there, we can go and learn a bunch of stuff, which is great. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, okay, let's push it further. Like, okay, wait, we have to we have a yeah. more fundamental thing that we're going after. Mm-hmm. And that's that's a huge deal that we always forget about. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. and just, that's and that's one of St. Thomas Aquinas, he calls this contingency, right? Mm-hmm. When he talks about the universe, the universe yeah. doesn't have to exist. No. It's so a we, gift, we would say, as Christians, right? Yeah. Existences. Absolutely. It doesn't have its own explanation no. within itself. No. And if can, you, wait, can you say a little more about that? Because it, it's it's like kind of weird language sometimes. So. Yeah. So the universe, as it is, doesn't explain its own existence. Right. Mm-hmm. It demands the question: Where did this come from? Mm-hmm. And we yeah. would say that it comes from the first cause. Yeah. Right? So like so like man doesn't have doesn't exist by necessity. Right. Right. Like God didn't create us because God wasn't complete until He made man. Yeah. Right. Um, he gave us it as a gift to share in his life. But, we, we, but before we go there, yeah, right. when we talk about the first principles, what are we talking about? Exactly. Well, we're talking about, first of all, being, right? right. We're talking That's about one. the fact that things exist. The second thing that we're talking about is all of these other sciences also presuppose that this being that already exists is right. intelligible. We've mentioned this. True. Right? So like you couldn't carry out a study of chemistry. You couldn't carry out a study of biology or physics or astronomy without holding what is a philosophical presupposition that the world is intelligible, That's right. that objective truth exists, yep. that we can, that our minds can discover true things about reality. Right. And none of those presuppositions can themselves be discovered by means of the scientific method. Mm. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Which is, um, I think right there, a huge yes. refutation and yes, uh, reveals one of the main problems with scientism. Right, and you just nailed, you just hit the nail on the head, right? Because right. it's self-refuting. So basically what that means is that if you would test through the scientific method that the claim or the premise that only scientific claims or scientific truths are how we know things, yeah. then it would you can't prove that through the scientific method. Right, right. So like even Francis Bacon himself, like the like the formulator of the scientific method or one of the fathers of it. Yeah. You know, he didn't write it in such a way that it was to prove anything, right? It was meant to disprove errant hypotheses, mm-hmm. right? And so, like, the whole idea with, like, the scientific method as we know it to this day, it's supposed to be used so many times that it, it could, it could not, it's already exhausted. It can't be proven or it can't be used again in such a way that it would be wrong. It just has to be used over and over and over again until we're like, okay, yeah, this is it. Yes, yeah, so the scientific method, just for those who might kind of like forget their yeah. high school science class. Which I did. Like, <laughs> Thank you. Totally forgot those. Um, it's like it's like it starts with empirical observation. Mm-hmm. Like you make an observation. You formulate a hypothesis yes, about sir. that observation and maybe make predictions. And then you start testing through experiments, right? Yes. And then through those experiments, you come to a conclusion as to the, the accuracy of your hypotheses or not. And if you come to a repeatable outcome over and over and over again, changing variables uh, many times over, 
then eventually what you can form is a scientific theory. Yeah. Right. Which is not a, a de, it's not as demonstrable as two plus two equals four. Yeah. Or it's not as demonstrably true as a syllogism is. Right. Right. Like the scientific method in and of itself, it's inductive reasoning. It gets you mm. to theories. Right. And it doesn't yes. get you to absolute certainty. So that's one of the limits of the scientific method. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Yeah. yeah it I, is. I like this, this move that you use the word induction. Yeah. Right. So like one of the big errors with, with, the scientism is in the scientific method itself. And we could say even some of what we would consider the modern sciences, right? Like physics, for example, is that it's an inductive reasoning. That is to say it focuses on a particular aspect of reality. So as to prove a larger picture or Mm -hmm. only to prove itself. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Whereas we would say that previous to what we call now science, it was called philosophy of nature, right? where we looked at a more holistic view of reality. And so in that line of thought, it was deductive, not inductive, mm-hmm. right? So we deduced from this universal, if you will, right? We deduced from that realm of existence of reality, particular truths. Okay, so to concretize this a little bit, yeah. just a couple examples. So an ex- a brief example of deductive reasoning, which right. often happens in philosophical investigation right, of the world, right. is the syllogism, right? Right. So... You start with the premise, all men are mortal, right? Yes. Then you have another premise, Socrates is a man. Mm. And then through the logic of a syllogism, you can come to the definite conclusion, Socrates is a mortal, right? Yeah. Because if all men are mortal and Socrates is a man, then Socrates is a mortal. Did you just right. come up with that, bro? That's crazy. <laughs> no, that's a very famous, it is that's a very famous syllogism. Very super smart. <laughs> now, inductive reasoning, on the other hand, which is how the scientific method operates, is like to say something like this. It's like to say, all men are Mexican. That would be so, sick. So, that, <laughs> so, so that, that would be that would be your, maybe your hypothesis, right? Yeah. And then I would go around and make observations. So Max is a Mexican. Yes, I am. And then I would see another guy and I'd say, he is also a Mexican. Mm. And then I, maybe I see another guy and he happens to be Mexican. He also. So because Max is a Mexican and that guy's a Mexican and that guy's a Mexican, I can make the conclusion that all men are Mexican. Men are now, Mexican. obviously, there's flawed reasoning in that right, because right. I, can al- I can always find yeah. another person who disproves my hypothesis. So, so we've talked about, okay, we've talked about, we're talking about scientism and we've talked about some of the limits of the scientific method itself. Yeah, yeah. Right, right? namely, first of all, that it presupposes philosophical things like yeah. that being exists, that being is intelligible, that we can know the yeah. world and that we can discover things about it. Right. It's also a self-refuting premise, right? Because the scientistic claim, namely all truth is truth in its scientific form. That's a philosophical presupposition. Right, you can't, you can't, you, you can't, can't observe it. You can't you test can't it. Prove that. Yeah, because yeah, that's an idea. Right. So it, it refutes method. itself. Yeah, exactly. Right, because you didn't discover that philosophical presupposition. <laughs> you didn't discover that philosophical presupposition <laughs> through the scientific method. Right. That's right. 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 The other thing I want to say about the limits of science is as good as it is. Right. We're affirming science, and we one hundred percent. It's come to. It's given us so many amazing things, but like. Take, for example, well, what's another limit of the scientific method is that you can only apply it to things that are measurable and empirical. And there is so much a part of our reality that is not measurable or empirical, right? You can't measure with quantifiable data how much a spouse loves you, Mm. right? You can't measure... I don't know, dude. She gives me one hundred twenty thousand dollars every year. (laughs) You can't measure... 
and exactly calculate the morality of a human act. No, right? or a em- book. Empirically, right? Or right? a poem. And Bishop Barony has this great example where he's like, yeah, a scientist can understand the physical and chemical makeup of ink and paper and the bindings, Yeah. but, a, but the sciences in and of themselves don't understand the meaning of a book. No. Right? The sciences can understand the physical and chemical, chemical makeup of the paint on the Sistine Chapel, but the sciences don't understand like what beauty is. Yeah. Or, or how the human heart reacts to that. Right. To such a, such mm-hmm. an art. Piece. So there's so much a part of our reality that I think even people who implicitly or explicitly hold the scientific worldview yeah. um, would assent to like truth, beauty, yeah. meaning, goodness, all these things that are not arrived at through the scientific method. And so to discard them because they were not arrived at through the scientific method would be unreasonable. Right. So like Sam, like, so for example, would you like, do you ever fall, see yourself falling into this? I mean, I see myself like with psychology, for example, I love Jordan Peterson, Mm -hmm. but one of his big faults is precisely that he over psych, psychologizes, psychoanalyzes, psychoanalyzes everything. Right. And I remember talking to my bishop one time, just very briefly. I was like, you know, I'm reading this book and this is awesome. He says this and this, and just very like wise looked at me, he goes, Max, you do realize that's only like one dimension of existence, right? Mm. So like something like that's a very little level. Life is much more than that. Yeah. And I was just like, I yeah, I was like, I know that, but you saying that just kind of reaffirms, mm-hmm. you know, like life is more than that. So like, do you ever, do y'all ever find yourselves like doing that? You know, I know, I know you're like your big health guy. It's easy, it's easy to get right. um, just kind of wrapped up in some of these cultural yeah, cards yeah, of thought, sure. right? And yeah. like catching ourselves on that type of stuff all I the think, time. I think it's a big human thing to think that right. we can fix everything, right? Yeah. Uh, and and I, you know, I don't mean to stir the pot or whatever, but I think we've found that out with this whole COVID thing. Yeah. I think wow. that yeah. we're trying to like control the world and reality within our like governments yep, and with yep. all like our lockdowns or like our masks or our vaccines and all this stuff. And it's like, we're trying to control something that we can't control. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we're finite individuals. And that's I think right. that that's really been put out there this year or the past two years or whatever. It's like the, you know, and I'm not, I'm coming down on doctors and like that. It's just like. Yeah, they're, they're people, you know, we're just people. We, 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 we go after some things. We know certain things through the scientific method, but we're never going to be perfect. No. And then we just can't explain everything. You know what That's I mean? Right. Um, That's right. So and it's I, not to say we can't contain or control it. It's he's just like, we can't figure everything out. We're not God. You know, yeah, we're not. And so like one of my friends had a little analysis. He was like, you know, man, it's, it's typical the case. Like he, he went to his church one day and he went, he looked at the parking lot and he was like, you know, where many people used to have rosaries and crosses, on their rearview mirror. Now they have masks. Yeah, I remember you telling me this. I was just like, that's kind of crazy. I was like, obviously, they're, I'm sure they have work and they're not thinking about that. But it's like, well, this is where they put their kind of hope in mm-hmm. as if like this thing is going to solve all their issues. Obviously, I would say they're sometimes necessary right. and they help and they're beneficial in many ways. But as Sam, I think, is trying to say is that we can't control, you know, that's just one aspect of, of what we're, of our immediate life right now. But I mean, that goes across the board. We, we can't control all of existence. And I think that's one of the things that scientism in its movement itself tries to do. And I think that's why it's an attractive philosophy. Right. Because mm-hmm. it gives us the illusion that yeah. we are in control and that's that we right. can discover any, everything. Right. 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 And that we can fix everything. And as you said, that's, right. that's irrational. Yeah. Right. right. That, that kind of level. Because it's not true. So what we need right. is to admit the fact that, okay, a work of Shakespeare can communicate truth to us. Yes, it can. History. Right? History can communicate truth yeah. to us. The study of art, poetry, literature, all these yeah. things can communicate truths to us, even though they're not truths that are arrived at by means of the scientific method. Yeah. And once we start to understand this, we start to observe some of these mo- most fundamental aspects of all reality, mm-hmm. right? That we talk about in 
metaphysics, right? Truth, yeah. goodness, beauty. So Sam. Yeah. Well, I, I guess just to kind of wrap, because we, we kind of went off on a little tangent there, which it wasn't bad, but yeah. we're kind of setting up this, this worldview, right? Of like how we're working up like a ladder kind of. Yeah. Yeah. So we have like the sciences, like we have our chemistry, physics, uh, astronomy, biology, and you even have subcategories of those sciences, but yeah, we'll stick sure. there for the, for the time yeah. being. And then we move up to like this metaphysics, right? Which is uh, back to Aristotle. He's the first one to talk about metaphysics, right? He's, and it, yeah. he doesn't even call it metaphysics. He just yeah. calls it, I think it's metaphysica. Meti- yeah, metaphysica. Something like that, sure. which ba- he's basically saying that which is beyond the physics. Because yeah. he wrote mm-hmm. the physics, as we've mentioned in this podcast before, right. which is like the observable universe and what he's like watching and the purposiveness of nature and everything. Yeah. And then Aristotle's like, well, there's something beyond that. You know, and there's something more fundamental. There's yeah. principles here that are more fundamental. Right. Sure. And so we have now we have the study of metaphysics, which is the study of being itself. Yeah. Or being as, qua uh, being. Being right. qua being, as our professor always tells us, <laughs> yeah. you know. And it's that it's that study of like the 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 universe as a as a given, right? And the and the transcendentals of goodness, beauty and, and truth, truth and how they go beyond re, you know, physical reality itself. Yeah. But see, for us Catholics, it doesn't stop there, right? And before we go on to that, yeah. metaphysics itself is a science, an yeah. organized yes, body of knowledge is. based on first yes, principles. Yeah. Well, the first principles being, but and it's yeah. the it's the queen of the it's sciences a, yeah. because it's based on the most fundamental first principle, which is being, being itself. itself right? right. But exactly. then we beg the other question, right? Uh. Okay, what provides being? Yeah. Right. Uh oh. Ding like, ding ding. Okay. Well, now now we're at what you call the highest of the sciences, which is what. Theology, uh oh, right, and everybody, everybody's Dab. like, wait, theology is really a science. Hard. You can't yes, even see theology me. is a science. You know, it's the the, or, the first principles of theology are are God. You know, and and, and yeah. scripture tradition, right? The, these things that are given to us by God and reality itself that's given to us by God, and we can look at it yeah. and learn things about God. Mm. So it's a science. Yeah. So these scientists should be running around talking about God if they if they're into <laughs> science. You know, right? And like you know, even famous scientists like Albert Einstein. Yeah, you know, he 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 emphasized the importance of religion. And, and God, you know, because he's like, some of these things are inexplicable. Yeah. Like you can't explain them. Like yeah. some, like, uh, I think I, I talked, I mentioned the heart, you mm-hmm. know, the heart longs for answers and yeah. it has these questions. I mean, the question of why is not something that science seeks to answer. It's more of the what and the how, you know? Yeah. Like why is more of a philos? That's a philosophical question, mm-hmm. you know, like, why does this happen? That's, that's a that's a philosophical question. What do you mean? Why does that happen? You know, like one of the answers is like, why did this you know person that I love, for example, pass away? Was science science going to answer that question for me? Well, it's because obviously there are chemical components. You know, yeah. Broke well, down. yeah, you're right. You're right. You know, matter <laughs> which is just, true. Which on one level, but it's not complete. No, and it, that's what's the problem exactly, with scientism, exactly. right? That answer is true. Yes. That when a person dies, their physical components break down and they yeah. decay, right? Like that's yeah. the process of physical death. But that right. is not a complete answer right. to what right. the human being experiences when a loved one dies. Exactly. Because right? like, well, I'm hugging, hugging this person and it's not hugging me back. Yeah. You know, like like my heart desires for that person to hug me back right now. For example. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, science would never, could never answer like that. And that's like metaphysics or like theology, the study of God, right, can help us answer those more deep and profound questions, even more than like the quantum physics or biology or chemistry attempt to answer. Mm -hmm, Because as important as they are, as we've emphasized several points, they're only a very low, if you will. They're partial truths about, well, not partial truths. I don't think that's a bad way to put it, actually. But, but But they're, 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 they're truths 
at- trying to attempt the highest the, forms yeah. of truth. They're particular truth. Yeah, they're right. particular. In our Catholic nature, we want all of it. We yeah. want the whole truth. The right? whole we don't truth. want just like part of it. We yeah. want everything. We go we want, for it all. We want truth itself. We want the dude who said, I am the way and the truth, truth and, and the light. Joey. Hey, oh, hey high guy. fives hey, in the we, studio. Hey, hey let's oh, go. Let's go, dude. <laughs> Come on. Okay. Let's go, bro. But I, I also want to say this because this is a common misconception, especially when people, you know, related to this discussion about science and God is... A lot of people think, have this misconception that, A, science has, you know, disproven the existence of God. Yeah, that's right. By definition. I mean, it's not right that they say that, but it's right that people ask that question. Sorry, just wanted to clear that up. Yeah. But by definition, it is impossible for science to disprove God's existence. Why do I say that? Because science deals with empirical and material realities Mm. that are measurable. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right? And God, the Christian understanding of God as we've come to through our knowledge through reason and as and has been revealed to us you know by God himself yes is that God is not just the highest type of being amongst all other beings in the universe mm-hmm. right God's not, God is not just like the best being that exists mm. God so is, he doesn't just have a nice beard and six pack abs and no sick biceps no. and it's like a, that's not that's not no cigar that's not what we okay, mean no by cigar. God you right. could probe the depths of the entire universe and you would never say oh there's God found him <laughs> because God is outside of time and space. God is not the best being amongst beings. God is being itself. He is the unoriginated source of all being. Mm-hmm. And that is not, and he's immaterial. Right. And he's infinite. And, and he's, he's eternal. Yep. Yep. And so there's no measurement that we can make in our material created reality yep. that could access him, let alone disprove him. Right. Right. So that's a huge thing that people have this misconception of what we even mean when we use the term right. God. And so right. like, so like, oh, sorry, I was just going to say one of the ways like, like people oftentimes kind of describe God as being infinite. And I remember one of our professors saying, even that is erroneous because like infinite, pers- like implies that there was a starting point and it continues going. That's why the word eternal would be a better mm-hmm. word because eternity continues. It's, it never had a beginning and it w- ne- doesn't have an end. Yeah. It's right. always, I always was and always will be. Right. And, well, you know? and kind of back to Joey's point, you know, everything in the universe, is, God provides being for everything in the universe at all times. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. So if he just decides he wants to stop providing being for us, we would cease to exist. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is the other cool thing about that is that, you know, that means that since we are derived from God, that were kind of reflections of his goodness and right. of his being, right? And of his beauty, right? Well, right. think about like the most beautiful things you can think of in the universe, even the world. Think about the most mm. beautiful thing. I, I think of like, I remember I went out to like Oregon and we drove down the, the River Gorge and it's yeah. just like stunning, right? They have beautiful ducks. Right, <laughs> <laughs> they do. <laughs> but that's just a reflection of God. Yeah. That's just a reflection of how good he is. And it's just like not even tapping the surface either. No. I just think that's so cool, it is, you know? It is, yeah. So yeah. we have this... Again, kind of to bring it all back together. God, the unoriginated source of all being and mm. truth, right? Yes. Which is why God is the first cause of everything that is. He's mm. created this world, which we are able mm. through the, these particular sciences to probe and to come to understand better and even to gain control over, which yep. we've done through these sciences. Yeah. And so these sciences are true and they're good and they're useful, but they need to be set within their proper context. Mm-hmm. Right? right. And we need to understand that. I'm not going to study chemistry and come to understand everything there is to know about the universe. Nope. Even though I have an innate desire to understand that's everything right. there is to know about that's the universe right, because yeah. I'm made for the source of the universe. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's right. That's why, like, yeah. you know, oftentimes you'll hear, like, bioethicians or, like, you know, Charles Darwin or, or um, what are some of the, um, the new atheists? 
Oh, Richard Dawkins. Richard Dawkins, uh, these guys. Yeah, Sam Harris. They're, I mean, they're, they may be good scientists, yeah. they may be good writers, mm-hmm. but they're terrible philosophers. They are. Uh, not know? all of them. Which, Richard Dawkins is a terrible philosopher. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, that's Sam right. Harris is a very good Sa- philosopher. Sa- Sam Harris is actually, you know, but my point to this is that, like, oftentimes, just because you're expert in the Stephen Hawking's, yeah. just because they're expert in their fields, yeah. and they made, I'm sure, revolutionary um, you know, experiments, mm-hmm. and they added to the profession, does not, does not explain, you know, I'm sure longings and questions they have in their heart, yeah. which is why they wrote so prolifically about it. Mm-hmm. Cause they try to answer those questions and right. they couldn't, and they thought they did, you know? Um, and so, yeah, like one of the reasons we wanted to discuss this is because this philosophy is prevalent in society. Yeah. It was prevalent even in my own thought, not like outright, not yeah. directly, but in my mind I was like, Oh yes, that scientist did say that. Right. We're, you know? we're not, we're not asking people to abandon science. No, no not it's at all. just, Embrace it. Order it correctly within That's right. reality. That's yeah. right. You yeah. know? And, That's well said. And when you do that, it's great. Yeah. And you actually, I hope you find your way to the church. Yeah. <laughs> you and, know, and I, also, I know I did. Yeah. And I also hope you embrace life because life is much more than just a material world. Yeah. You know, life, life is, is, is grand and it's beautiful. And I, and I, I just can't read, I can't emphasize enough as Joey said, is that like ultimately being in reality and these longings are found in God. Mm-hmm. which is the highest study. There's nothing higher than that. Yeah. You know, and he is very real because that it's by him that we exist at all. Yeah. You know, his, by his being that he does. So, Hey, another good episode, fellas. You know what I'm thinking? What are you thinking, bro? I'm thinking that if you like that episode, you got to smash that subscribe <laughs> Smash <laughs> it, buddy. Dude, you're so good at that. You've gotten so good at that transition. Hey, it's my it's my big thing, you know? We do it's apparently good. have far more active listeners than we do subscribers. So there's some people out there who are listening uh, to Logos yep. Podcast, yep. and maybe they, they just want to spite us. Yes. I don't know I don't what know, it man. is. I don't know. Hey, look, if you want to spite Sam, I understand. Yeah. It's easy to spite. Right, Joey? I mean, you would say it's pretty I, easy. I get that. You know? But for maybe me and Max, yeah. hit subscribe. Yeah. There we go. I think I, I like myself. Yeah, I know. I we I know. A lot. Yeah, we know. <laughs> yeah. Actually, it turns so, out. Yeah. Listen to Max. I mean, isn't that the pot calling the kettle black? My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> goodness oh, you could call, call the pot the kettle brown because I'm <laughs> Mexican. You know what I mean? Whatever. Uh, but anyways, guys, I, I really hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you learned a lot. Um, yeah, I hope you hope everything's going well with you and your family and all, that, all your future endeavors. Know that you are in our prayers. Right, yeah. guys? Yeah, absolutely. You listeners are in our prayers. Um, And as always, God bless.